Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park So you guys like seeing huge whiskey collections. If you want to find out how to grow to 300 bottles quickly, then stick around. All right, so we're here in Mike Womack's lovely at-home bar. And basically the other day, you showed a picture of this to me, and I was like, holy crap, that's awesome. And you were gracious enough to invite me over, and I said, not only will I come over, (laughs) I will actually come over with Wes and we will film it because so many of you get interested in large collections, how it happened, how they got into it. And so welcome to the podcast. Appreciate it. It's good to be here. Um, Side note, uh, he didn't realize until about two seconds ago that he was going to be in the video. (laughs) He thought we were just going to film here. He he didn't know that he was the target audience. Uh, So are you a little bit nervous? No. Okay, good. What are we drinking? I'm drinking Fourgate uh, Batch 4, or Kelvin Batch 4. I am drinking Old Forester Birthday Bourbon from 2014, which was one of the first ever highly allocated bottles that I tried. Uh, so That's a cool full circle. It, it was, yeah. So I, I when I first got into whiskey, I went on a trip with my lovely wife, Lindsay, and when she was busy during the day going to conferences, I wandered around and was going into the higher end local bars and asking for, hey, here's where I've been. Where should I go next? And they told me where to find all the good bottles. And one of the places we went to had 2014 birthday bourbon. And Lindsay and I both tried it, loved it, Mm -hmm. came back, tried to find a bottle. That's when I realized, you know, it's like, it's like collecting, you know, baseball cards. Some of them are rare. Some of them are not. Yeah. And uh, I never owned a 2014, and I don't think I've tried it since 2014. So really, thank you long. for oh, sharing for sure. this with me. For sure. So uh, that's kind of some of my origin story. What's what's your origin story getting into whiskey? Well, when I was probably 21, 22, I started dabbling in Scotch. I think Glenfiddich 12 was probably what got me into to whiskey. Okay. It was about six years ago that I really got into bourbon. Um, bourbon world is so diverse and so unique. Mm-hmm. It, it was it just blew me away, and kind of bourbon took over. Um, I, I got into collecting just because I wanted to try so many different types of bourbon, and then it becomes like a a, a hobby obsession, right? Kind of dictates your life. I mean, I spend some days wasting hours just looking at the bottles, <laughs> you know? right? Uh, Do you have the collector gene? Do you, are, are you the type that likes to collect things? Unfortunately, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Uh, I play guitar. 
I only need a couple. I think I have 12 or 13 guitars. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, my mom always says that I tend to go off the deep end in things I'm really interested in. Right. So 100% is not quite enough for me. I tend to go, you know, go quite, yeah, yeah. quite a bit over. Yeah. Um, I, I have the same thing. And uh, I'll warn those of you out there that are viewing, if you have the collector gene, um, get ready. Because <laughs> once it bites you it's and you get into bourbon, it's you get... I mean, the brain releases the ooey gooey, good feeling chemicals whenever you find a bottle that you've been looking for. Mm. And I think you can actually get addicted to it like a drug because, oh, for sure. <laughs> because you just love it so much. For sure. So you started off in, in scotch. I did. Yeah. And um, how many bottles total do you think you have? Around 300. 300. And how many of those would you say are scotch and, and how many are Scotch Americans? probably 50 to 70, somewhere in there. So the, the majority of it's American whiskeys. It is, yeah. And, and heavy focus on bourbon, I can see. For sure. And I also consider myself very much a, a patriot and I love Texas especially very much. Mm -hmm. um, having a spirit that's solely an American spirit, I also like that quite a bit more than the scotch side of things sure i like sharing with them what the drink they love but i like having an american spirit that i can collect and, and actually prefer to drink now it's kind of strange how your taste change a little bit sure because murica you know 20 years ago it was kind of like a thing that bourbon didn't hold a stick to scotch right and that was a misrepresentation of bourbon that i wish i had learned a long time ago right you know and here we are now, I would say that I think bourbons are far better than scotches equally presented. Yeah, so. I, I, I respect scotch. The, there is a wider diversity of flavor that you can get out of scotch because they have less restrictive manufacturing standards than bourbon does. Um, but yeah, I, I per, for my palate anyway, um, a world-class bourbon will compete with any world-class scotch that I've had, even though I can appreciate the flavors. And I'm not mad when somebody says they're a scotch drinker, but, um, you know, I, I personally focus on uh, bourbon because since 1964, it has been a distinctly American product. For so, sure. uh, very, very interesting. So what was your kind of gateway bourbon? Eagle Rare. Okay. Oddly enough. Um, before it was really difficult to get. When sure. It was still sitting on a shelf. Because you said six years ago, so that would have been 2016. Mm -hmm. In 2016, Blanton's and Eagle Rare both sat on the shelves. Yeah, I could walk into a Total Winer Specs and find either one anytime. Weller 12 had just started to get harder to find, but you could still get Antique on the shelves. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, so, so Eagle Rare... 10-year age stated, you know, it's 90 proof. Uh, a lot of scotches are 86, so probably had a little bit more oomph. It did. And it, the, the cherry tobacco profile for me is just... That's your wheelhouse? That really turned me on to bourbon. Hey, nice hat. Hey, thanks. Nice lanyard. Nice rocks glass. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice travel case. Nice blend topper. Thank you. Nice candle. Nice bottle bag. Thanks, man. That's a nice tumbler. Nice woman's t-shirt. Oh, thanks. Nice uh, extra schmedium shirt. Get yourself some nice things and get all the compliments that come along with it. Shop bourbonrealtalk.com. So what are some of your most prized uh, bottles that you have? 
Well, that depends on if you're talking to the collector and me or the drinker. Let's do the collector and then the drinker. As far as collector, King of Kentucky. Okay. Because that took the most effort to get. Yeah. And I want to start by saying I don't pay secondary for anything. Every bottle back here has been bought at retail. Um, and anybody who's going to collect, I would I would ask you to try that. Yeah. I know it gets exciting to see a bottle that you really want. It'll come eventually. It's not worth paying ridiculous money for. Sure. Um, I honestly don't think any bourbon's worth over about 250 bucks. Okay. No matter what it is. Um, but if you can get some of those higher uh, price bourbons at retail, they're, they're worth getting. Sure. sure. Um, but I've also found, and I wish I kind of knew this earlier on, that there's a lot of stellar bottles out there that don't have the accolades that some of the allocated bottles do that are really worth having. Okay. And if you spent more time trying to collect those instead of just focusing on a few bottles that are, you know, difficult to get, uh, your collection would be, it'd probably be a lot further along than it is now if I didn't spend the first couple of bourbon years trying to get the... All the rare stuff. All the rare stuff. Yeah. So what would be a prize possession of yours that's not the, from the collector standpoint? more from the drinking standpoint. If I had to pick one bourbon that I would drink for the rest of my life, it'd probably be George D. Stag. Yeah. Uh, or Stag Jr. I've actually had a couple Stag Juniors that I find to be as good as George D. Stag. Sure. Not all the time, but, uh, and second to that, probably Eagle Rare 17. Again, okay. Mashville one is, is my cup of tea for sure. So you shared that you hunt all your bottles at retail. What has been your most exciting find? Well, actually, my most exciting find is probably Joseph Magnus Cigar Blend. Okay. Reason being is in the past several years that I've really been, you know, collecting hardcore, I could not find one. Um, and so to finally get one was like really exciting for me. Um, How'd you get it? Did, did, was it based on a relationship? Did they call you? Did you stumble across it? Purely by a relationship. Mm. Um I literally try to befriend any person I can that works at any liquor store I go to. Right. Um, not just to make relationships to be able to buy rare and allocated bottles, but the friendships I've made with people just in doing that have really uh, blossomed into true friendships. So it, it really kind of comes full circle when you, when you really get to know people that work at the liquor stores. Now, what advice would you give to somebody who's wanting to grow their collection? You already shared a little bit about, you know, not spending too much money and enjoying the hunt for the hunt's sake. But mm -hmm. is there anything else that you've learned along the way that you wish you would have known when you first got started? Well, again, like I said, probably not trying to seek out the most rare stuff because rare doesn't necessarily mean the best. Right. Uh, that was kind of a tough lesson to learn. Mm -hmm. um, but then again, some of the rare stuff has been some of the best things I've ever tasted. Um, I think to grow your collection with a few hundred bucks, you could get a ton of great bottles. Right. Right. They're just not as, they don't have the accolades that some of the other bottles do. Sure. Um, but I would seek out things that really match my profile. And I guess I would say, figure out what that is first. Right. Right. With scotch, it was sherry cast finish. Um, with bourbon, I like kind of middle of the road, cherry, vanilla, oak, mm -hmm. um, and with a little bit of kind of complexity, that's where I like to kind of stay with bourbon. Right. Um, although I'm drinking a finished bourbon now, it's, <laughs> you know, I like that kind of palate. Sure. Uh, that's really what got me into bourbon was, was that kind of the cherry 
brown sugar, vanilla, those wonderful bourbon flavors. Sure. That I don't really find in scotch. So outside of the whiskey, what has being involved in the enthusiast community brought into your life? Because, you know, we talk about bourbon bringing people together. Has your journey brought anything into your life outside of the alcohol itself that surprised you? Yeah, uh, quite a bit, actually. And I'll say, too, uh, Bourbon Real Talk community, the group itself has been tremendous for me. Just because in Houston, I don't have a lot of uh, friends here that are as engaging with whiskey as I am. Sure. I have several in the Dallas area. Uh, but the group is a, a massive way to collect and talk and really engage in my favorite hobby with people that I otherwise wouldn't have been able to do. Right. Um, I've also developed tremendous amount of friends from the, the whiskey community that whiskey isn't even our sole connection anymore, not even necessarily the primary. Right. So it, it does it does open you up to a lot of other things other than just a little alcohol in a glass for sure. And that was my personal experience. You know, I I had a very small circle of friends, some of which, um, quite honestly, I kept them in my life longer than I should have. The relationships were toxic, but yep. I I didn't have a way to make new friends to and you know to have somebody to live life with mm -hmm. and. I started to meet so many amazing people, a lot of which I never would have met for sure, um, <clears throat> because they are they were from such a different walk of life, and it gave me the courage to finally take the steps I needed to to get unhealthy relationships out of my life and to focus on healthy relationships. For sure. So, well, I really do appreciate you uh, allowing us into your home and for this uh, pour that I haven't been able to find yeah. uh, since 2014. Uh, if this is your first time watching the podcast, I want to let you know we're all about bringing people together around this brown spirit. And that's something that's important to me personally because I lost my brother to suicide in 2014. And that led me down a path of trying to find a way to help people get that connection and have that, that family feel around them so that they didn't have to feel alone the way that my brother did. And that is part of the reason why I started the podcast because I figure if I can get you connected to whiskey, you can have a similar experience to Mike and form those relationships. Um, but it also led us to start Bourbon Real Talk Community, which he referenced, because we wanted there to be a communication forum that wasn't filled with the negativity that you see online and other forums, not just in whiskey, uh, what we call the whiskey trolls. And seeing those trolls, you know, pushed us forward to start the community but it also taught me that if those people can be hateful to you online there's nothing that keeps me from loving you online and that's why we end every podcast the same way and that's this if you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you just know that i love you i'll see you next time on bourbon real talk we have sound and video Video and sound, the two essentials. Both of them? Do you normally script things? Well, there's no, you can't have a collection like this and not say you're not irresponsible with money. <laughs> right, seriously. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> that is true. So you guys, <laughs> good try. Good, good try. Um, okay. Again, Mashville one is, is my cup of tea for sure. Yeah, I really like it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> but the, the 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 cat said <laughs> you and cat yeah. like I, I only started laughing because when you nudged him he was like <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> a whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums they communicate in ways they never would face to face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first Blanton's. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the Blanton's, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary, idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park